Need some water before I start, Jose. <laughs> All right, you guys probably wonder if you just watched my other video before this, you're wondering why am I going live again? It's because I'm trying to get better at honing my craft and my gift of speaking and teaching and preaching and stuff like that. So I want to be more short-winded instead of long-winded. I want to I practice doing shorter videos for people who have a shorter attention span. And here's that video. So I'm basically going to take the video that I just did. If you haven't watched it, you can check it out. But the video I just did was on, there is a reason for this season. And it was on Nehemiah chapter 1, verse 1 and 11. And so I'm going to summarize that video right now. So here goes the summary of that video. And it basically, I was talking about, you know, you can serve the Lord and you can serve God in whatever season you are in right now. Like a lot of people think, you know, when I get to that place, when I get over there, when this happens, you know, then I'll be happy. You know, uh, they think, you know, they think, um, you know, it, I'm not serving the Lord unless I'm doing this or that. Or I have to be in a church and I have to be doing a missionary work or I have to be, you know, out there doing that in order to be serving the Lord. I can't serve the Lord. They never think, you know, I they never think that they can serve the Lord where they are right now. And so that's the summary of the video that I just did. You know, you know, in whatever season you find yourself in, you can serve the Lord where you are right then and there in that season. Right. You don't have to wait to serve God and wait to do what you're called to do until you get over there. Right. And so, yeah, so that was the video I was trying to do. And I used Nehemiah as an example. So here goes a summary of Nehemiah. You know, Nehemiah was a cupbearer to the king of Persia. So get this, he's an Israelite, right? One of God's children, <laughs> and he should be in Jerusalem, but he's in Persia. So he's 800 miles away or a thousand miles away from Persia. I mean, from Jerusalem, because he's in Sushan, the palace, right? In Nehemiah chapter one, verse one, that's the first thing he said. He, was, I was, he said, I was in Sushan, the palace. So King Artaxerxes was in that winter capital of Sushan, the palace of Susa, right? Because they had two capitals in Persia, probably more, but they had a winter palace and they had a summer palace. And this is where Nehemiah finds himself in. He's with pagan people, a pagan nation that worship many gods and not the one true God. Not the God that the Israelites know who is the one true God. Not the ones that, not the God who uh, parted the Red Sea for the Israelites to, and, and did all those plays to free, you know, his people from captivity the first time around. So, yeah, man, like, they don't know who this God is. And, and the, even God's people are scattered abroad. They're everywhere, right? But we see that Nehemiah prayed in Nehemiah chapter one, you know, I know you, you're a good God. You're a merciful God. You'll forgive us, even though we're scattered and we disobeyed you. And because our disobedience, we're scattered. You're going to bring us back to that land, right? So Nehemiah had a dream. He had a burden in his heart and he wanted, he wanted a better life for not, for not just himself, but for God's people, right? He was content where he was. Like, get this. He was a cup king. He was the, the uh, cupbearer to the king. So that means he he had it good. He lived in luxury. He got to eat. You know, in that time period, you know, you know, they had famines, and then people starved a lot. So, but that was in Nehemiah's life. Like, he, got, he was fed good. He lived in the palace, in the palace, guys, with the king, right? So, but yet he still had a burden in his heart right? He still desired to um, help out God's people. When he got news about what was going on in Jerusalem, he got news from Hanani, his his brethren, right? 
in verse two of Nehemiah chapter one saying that, you know, the gates are down, the walls are burned, the city's in ruins and everybody's living in reproach and defeat. They're ashamed and they're just living in disgrace, right? They're, they're living in shame and fear and constant fear as well. The, with the walls being down, that means they didn't have any protection. That means the, that means invaders could come in from anywhere and just steal whatever they want, take advantage of anybody in that city of Jerusalem because they had no wall protecting them, no gates protecting them. And, and Nehemiah saw that as a problem. And so he wanted to go to Jerusalem to help out God's people. But what was his situation that we see in Nehemiah chapter 1, verse 1 and verse 11? We saw that Nehemiah was a cupbearer to the king in Persia, in Shushan, the palace, in Susha, right? That was his situation. So what is your situation? What situation do you find yourself in right now? Is it the situation you want to be in right now? Is it your ideal situation? Is it what you always dreamed of and wished to be at? You know, or are you chasing for something? Are you desiring a better life? Do you want something more out of life than what you have right now? Right? Are you doing what God called you to be a do right now? Or do you are you desiring to do what God called you to be? I mean, are you desiring to do what God called you and purposed you to do on this earth, and you're working your way to get there. See, Nehemiah was in that situation. He was working his way to get to where God, you know, God ordained and called him to be, which was being uh, a governor in Jerusalem and utilizing all his gifts and abilities that he learned in Susha and the palace in Susha in Persia, you know, as the cupbearer to the king, utilizing all those skills and abilities and gifts and talents that he obtained to help out God's people in Jerusalem. And that's what he did, right? We know that a cupbearer planned. He made a lot of plans for the king. He planned when the king would eat. He planned his schedule around, you know, having the king eat at a certain time, stuff like that. He had to plan, cupbearer had to plan to eat the food and drink the drink himself, you know, before the king even did it. So the king wouldn't die and he knew it was poison or not if the cupbearer died. So like, yeah, so the king, the cupbearer had, he was really good at planning. And what we see in Nehemiah, the whole book, the whole chapter of the book of Nehemiah was Nehemiah was great at planning, right? And so that's my whole point, guys. You know, uh, many times we feel that we're not in the place that we really feel called to be, right? And we feel as if the work, the work that we're doing is getting in the way of the work that God has really called us and, and actually purposed us to do. And that's not true. I mean, God, you can serve God where you are. You can, you can, uh, there's a reason for the season that you're in, like the video I did before this one, right? The longer video. So if you want to get even more about the book of Nehemiah, you're not getting enough right now, you know, check out that video again on my YouTube channel, Uplift Past Crossroads. But yeah, guys, so whatever, if you feel like what the situation you're in right now is meaningless, it's pointless, you know, it's for nothing, your job, your career path, just whatever you're doing right now, you know, you think it's insignificant, right? It's, it doesn't mean a hill of beans. That's a lie from the devil, guys. It means everything, right? And I want to say this quote. I didn't say it in the first video, but I'm going to say it here. I, I say it all the time on my YouTube channel, Open Fast Crossroads. I always say Chuck Noll, the championship coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. See, before the Patriots and before Tom Brady, it was the Pittsburgh Steelers. They had the most Super Bowls in the NFL history. before. Tom Brady took that mantle, I think. But anyways, um, 
Chuck Noll, the championship coach of the 70s Pittsburgh Steelers. Like that was like one of the arguably the best teams ever. He said that, you know, champions are not made by doing extraordinary things, but by doing ordinary things better than everybody else. And this is an earthly man. This is somebody on the earth saying champions are not made by doing extraordinary things, but they're made by doing ordinary things better than everybody else. And that's what God wants to do in our lives. He wants to make sure that we're faithful in the ordinary. He wants to make sure that we're doing what we're called to be with where God has placed us if we were desiring to and we want more, right? So God uses those small moments to transition us and take us to places that we would never have dreamed. So whatever thing you think is insignificant, it's not. It's a small moment that's going to transition you and take you places you never dreamed if you're faithful and you utilize where God has placed you right now. So God uses those things that you don't seem, that doesn't seem like a big deal to really alter your life. And he uses those small insignificant things as blueprints, you know, of the Lord on our lives, right? So they're really blue. Oh, let me say that again. The things that we call small and significant are really fingerprints of the Lord on our lives that we really do not recognize. So, you know, your life counts, right? Your work counts. What, you, what you're doing right now counts, right? It matters. So what you're doing right now matters right now. You may not think it matters right now, but it does. So God will use what you're doing right now for good later. What's that scripture versus Romans 8, 28? Uh, for we know that all things work together for good to those that love the Lord and are, and are called according to his purpose. Nehemiah was called, right? And because he was called, God was going to use what he was going through right now in Persia as the king's cupbearer to work out for his good and for the kingdom's good and for God's, and for the, all the church's good, for all the people's good, for all the church in the future's good, our good right now. You guys get what I'm saying? So what you're going through right now is going to work for your good. Serve God in whatever situation you are in, right? So you can serve God where you are right now. You know, nothing's stopping you from doing God's work this second, right at this moment, at that career that you don't like, at that job you don't like, in your singleness, right? Wherever, wherever season of life you're in. I don't know. Y'all help me out next time. But you guys, you know, nothing's stopping you from experiencing God right now. God is where you are right now. God wants to meet you where you are. You can, you can serve the Lord where you are right now. <laughs> you can still do what God called you to do later, right now. You don't have to wait, right? And so I told you guys that on my first video, man, I'm called to preach. I'm called to teach the Bible. I don't teach it enough. I don't preach it enough. I don't get to study it enough. That's all I want to do. For my nine to five, I should be reading the Bible. For my nine to five, I should be I should be preaching and teaching. And that's all I'm doing full time, right? For my nine to five, I should have a church. I don't have a church, right? I don't, I'm not even a preacher. But <laughs> that's my... That's my, uh, like Nehemiah, Nehemiah had, he was in Susanna Palace. So my situation is working in 95 for the men, working for corporate America as a QA analyst, you know, software developer, all that stuff. But like, that's not my end goal, right? I'm just here right now serving the Lord, being obedient where God called me to be. And guys, that's the whole point. Be faithful in where you are right now. Don't waste it. Don't look down upon it. Don't miss out on what God's doing right now in your season that you think's meaningless right now because it's not. God it serves a purpose. God's going to use it. And God is preparing you for that transition, right? He's preparing you for that promotion. He's preparing you for that career path, that career change that you're looking for, right? And so I want to use a scripture verse. It's Luke chapter 16, verse 10. Jesus said, "Who whoever can be trusted with very little can be trusted with much. And whoever detests Whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest with much. You know, if you're faithful with little, you're going to be faithful with much. But if you're faithful with, if you're dishonest, 
and unfaithful with even the little things. When bigger things come, you're going to be even more dishonest and even more unfaithful. You think God, a loving and caring God that knows everything about you and me, will give you more than you can bear? Right. So if he knows you're not going to be faithful with something, why would he give it to you? Right. So you're desiring that other season of your life. You know, you're desiring for that to happen in your life. Then I'll be happy. Then when I'm serving God, then I'll be happy. You ain't serving God right now. So why would you? You know what I'm saying? You're not faithful with the little things. So why would the master give you more? That's like this parable of the 10 towns. I always reference that on my YouTube channel. It's crazy. Like everything in the Bible ties in. But anyways, um, I always reference how, you know, the master gave out. Uh, three three of his servants, certain talents, different talents, right? He gave one servant 10 talents. He gave another servant uh, five talents. Then he gave another servant two talent, one talent. And the one with the, and the one with the five was faithful with it. So the master gave him more. The one with the two was faithful with what he had. And so the master gave him two more, oh, you know, five more. Well, you guys know what I'm saying. And then there was the last servant who had one talent, just one. And he hid it. He didn't utilize it. He didn't do anything with it. He just let it go, right? Is that what you're doing right now? Because when you do something like that, you know what God's going to tell you? Depart from me for I do not know you. You know, you were a worker of iniquity. You didn't care and didn't prepare. You didn't do anything for me. Like, come on, guys, right? <laughs> you guys get what I'm saying? Are you faithful in the season that you find yourself in right now? You know, and that's the whole point, man. God's either going to say, depart from me for I do not know you, or he's going to say, Matthew chapter 25, verse 21, well done, thou good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over little. I will set over you much more, right? Enter into the joy of your master. So God's going to give you even more when you're faithful with the little that you already have. When, you, when you're utilizing and being obedient to and really serving him wherever you are. Right then, God's gonna bless you. But come on, man. So, guys, you want the blessing, man? You gotta utilize the season that you're in. You gotta utilize all the seasons that you're in, so you could be who God needs you to be later on, man. So you can uh, be prepared for all the battles you gotta face later on, guys. So don't rush the process. Stop rushing the process. Don't be in a hurry because you're gonna miss out on what God needs you to learn right now, man. Every single season is important. So serve God in whatever season you find yourself in. There is a reason for the season that you're in, man. We're in the Christmas season, so that's just the perfect title. That was the title of the first video, not this video. But you guys get what I'm saying. So why does God have you in the season that you're in right now? He wants to show you something. He wants to show up in your life. He wants you to experience more of him. He wants to. He wants you to grow in relationship and fellowship with him. This is why you're in the season you're in right now. You may not you may hate it. You may not like it, but God's with you. He's trying to he's trying to have you lean on him more than ever before. He's trying to show you something and reveal to you something that you ain't never seen before when it comes to him. This is why you're in every single season you find yourself in life, in the good seasons and in the bad seasons, in the hard seasons and in the easy seasons. No matter what season you find yourself in in life, serve the Lord, man. Be faithful with what he's doing. And he's going to do even more. Guys, man, God can show up in any season of your life. He can manifest himself in any season of his life, man. He wants to give you glory. I mean, he wants to give himself glory. He wants to reveal his glory. He wants you to edify others, edify you in every single season of life. You guys know what I'm saying? So God uses all of our experiences. He doesn't waste any of them. God will use what you went through. Your job that you hate, your, your job, your job is for nothing right? Your job isn't futile. It's not pointless. It's not meaningless, man. God's going to use it no matter what job it is, man. So God is using whatever you're going through right now. 
for your good. It's serving a purpose. You know, he, God is using whatever you're going through right now for his glory. And you know what's up? <laughs> you want to know something else? God is using whatever you're going through right now because it's going to work out in the end, right? And so that's the video, guys. I want to keep it shorter than all my other videos. Like, I haven't done a video that's 16 minutes in a while. So, guys, that's the video, man. Serve the Lord in whatever season you're in. And if you wanted more and this wasn't enough for you, because normally I don't shortcut videos like this. I always, you know, give everything I, I could possibly give you. If you want more, check out the first video I did on my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads title. There is a reason for this season, right? All right, so this was a shorter video of it. I pray you guys enjoyed it. If you did, you know, you know the drill. Like, comment, share, subscribe to you know my youtube channel upload past crossroads also to my podcast upload past crossroads i'm on every podcast platform you know uh befriend me on my facebook and linkedin page sean christopher jenkins aka dr j what's up all right and then my you know my twitter my snap my instagram my tiktok is trouble don't last my other instagram page is my underscore underscore bible my tumblr page is trouble don't last number one man i pray everybody in jesus name was blessed by this video it touched your heart and again, on my YouTube channel as well, just a little reminder, uh, I got a lot of playlists. So check out these playlists. Check out the playlists I did. You know, be faithful uh, and be faithful in the little things, faithful with little. Like, check out this playlist on my YouTube channel, Upload Past Crossroads. Also, check out this playlist, you know, talking to, that has all my sermons and my Bible studies and Sunday school lessons I did on Nehemiah chapter one. And I also have another playlist on just the book of Nehemiah. I'll upload past crossroads on my YouTube channel. So thanks for tuning in, guys. This is a shorter video than what I normally do. So if it bless you, share it with others. Tell people about my ministries. Uh, befriend me on all my social media platforms. You know they're lit, man. Follow me. Turn on your post notifications. I post every single day. I'm coming out with way more, man. All right, man. Here goes. I pray you. If you like the shorter videos, let me know, and and I'll just do my earnest to always do a short video, especially after I do a long video and just shorten it. So all right, guys. I'll talk to you guys later. Peace out, deuces.